Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Two boys. Two boys. Two white. And back again. Welcome to Swapcast, a show devoted to the body swap movie genre. Each week, we will break down an entry in this long-revered film genre. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me, we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Today, we're breaking down the 2006 film, It's a Boy-Girl Thing, starring Samar Armstrong and Kevin Zegers. Please be aware that we will be spoiling the film from the start, so spoiler-phobes beware. So, It's a Boy-Girl Thing. IMDb's description of the film is uh, sworn enemies find themselves in each other's bodies and use this to ruin each other's lives. Now, my question for my co-hosts here, uh, do you think that's an accurate description of this film? Lucy? Yeah, but not for very long. Like, you know, inevitably they stop trying to ruin each other's lives and start flirting and helping each other and whatnot (laughs) it's definitely intense though the 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 levels they go to to actually sabotage each other i just want to say i think she cops are way worse than he does (laughs) oh what wait as in he (laughs) i know this is gonna be a very difficult thing throughout the entirety of this podcast it's like who we who are we talking about but i feel like her life her life is ruined worse by him well like what he does is pretty much almost right if he went through it (laughs) through with it it was pretty awful like yeah she was a virgin and then he's like you know what i'm just going to go and have sex with the grossest guy possible (laughs) yes even though i'm not attracted to men just to fuck with you (laughs) yeah like harsh as fuck. I think yeah. I'm more surprised. Wait, are we are we calling this rape? <laughs> that- well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so- I, I was under the impression he was it, like it's him in this body, and so therefore, like it would be like him losing if he hadn't already lost his virginity, and then when it went back, it'd just be like fair, whatever, fair, but. Like, her body definitely would have got an STI from that guy. And so, once they did the magic that would make them swap back, she would have had to live with that forever. So, wait, yeah. this guy was that disgusting? Like, well, like, I, okay. He was, like, quite physically built. and Okay. So, she says, my throat's dry. And he's like, let me moisten it for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a gross okay. person. Yeah. And he lived in a trailer, am I wrong? He was yeah, yeah, yeah. literal trailer trash. Yeah. Well, people could live in trailers and be okay. Sorry, is this when you announce you live in a trailer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was he was American trailer trash. Yeah, yeah. I have to I'm on Lucy's side with this. Um I'm <laughs> I'm sure he had an STD. <laughs> 
And um, he was wearing a thong as well, which is like... An unusual choice. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was wearing thong, like uh, loose, and loose jeans and a singlet and underneath a thong is just... It was so strange. Hmm. I thought he was a man of mystery. What are you waiting for, babe? Daddy wants to see some flesh. But he definitely started out like sort of the the big point of the of the movie is the like this this back and forth of them trying to ruin each other's lives. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before in a in a body swap film. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's generally trying to get through your day or a misguided kind of trying to help the other person while you're in their body, like yeah, yeah. steering their lives the way you would want to live in that life. Whereas these people are like, no, screw you. I'm going to destroy every facet of your life. I'm breaking up with your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to Make lose you your wear virginity. Make slutty clothes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Wait a minute. Break up. Like, what's Nell's problem? Like, she is like slut shaving. She's image shaving. Like, she really has a problem with Brianna and sexuality in general. This is true, but also I appreciated that her character wasn't, she wasn't like a quiet bookish nerd. She was a nerd and she was smart, but she was really strong. She was strong, but she was awful. Yeah, she was definitely (laughs) awful, but I feel like nine times out of ten, that's not what her storyline would have been. She was like very focused and she just wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, (laughs) There was definitely moments, I don't know if it was because the film was made when it was and we've, you know, attitudes have changed. But yeah, it's funny oh, to think like have. T- <laughs> 10 years ago or 12 or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like there's one point, because well, I assume as viewers we're supposed to empathise with her, um, but, you know, she's telling him to get out of her face because he's going to give her retard germs. And <laughs> yeah, there were some real missteps. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess that, that goes to the, the larger point in this film. There's a lot of, like, homophobia. Oh, yeah. And which would kind of make sense seeming the film is made by Icon Productions, which is Mel Gibson's production company. Interesting. But then it was also executive produced by Elton John. Which is like... How is that true? <laughs> it's true. His songs are in it. Yeah, yeah there's the, multiple songs in it. They're always commenting on the songs, but also insulting the songs. How like, did I miss all the Elton John? Yeah. Her, like in the car when he's driving along. That's right. Yeah. And um, when she wakes up in the morning in... Oh, well, he wakes up in her body, uh, the alarm clock is... Music is Elton John as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does Elton John produce films? He's done a few, like Romeo and Juliet, um, right. which is that awful animated film and its sequel. He was in Tommy Boy, the pinball wizard. But it, he didn't produce that, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 What a great little tidbit about the movie. <laughs> I just am so yeah. impressed that... It was in that it was produced by him. Actually, Shakespeare wrote this to a young man. Shakespeare was a homo? But we don't know that exactly. <laughs> he writes a poem to a guy telling him how hot he is, and you don't know exactly? Jeez, what do you have to do before you know exactly? Write an ode to a schlong? Speaking of actors, what did everyone think of performances? Like, so first, Nell. 
Yeah. Um, so Who's the she, OC girl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Samar Armstrong. Yeah. Is, is she dead now? Where did she go? <laughs> she does a lot of TV, I think. Really? I, yeah. don't, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. I think she does a lot of those, like, Hallmark movies about, like, women falling Ooh, in love girl. at Christmas and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't say I was a huge fan of her on the OC, and this film doesn't really sway me all that much. I felt like she was doing a play when she was being actual Nell, and when she was actually being a male, she just seemed like a nor- like a bit normaler, if that makes sense. I feel like her main move was like opening her legs wide, and yeah, she didn't there was have lots much man-spreading. <laughs> yeah. She was constantly moving. Like There wasn't a point where she would stand yeah. still as a man. Like She thinks that they all have... I don't know. Ants in their pants? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like out of the two, Kevin Zegers as Woody um, was definitely the stronger. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm team OC girl on this one. I'm team Nell. So, you but know, that might be a recurring thing. Uh, Woody, Woody is too effeminate to play a jock, I think. Even before he was a, he was a female, I was just like, this guy, I don't know. I just didn't take him as a as a brooding male you know like yeah yeah no i get that and i mean outside of these films i I think his most famous role was in transamerica like playing a gay teen and i think yeah that was probably a very good fit for him (laughs) more than this film (laughs) on a side note his name in the film is woody dean like how on the nose did you want to get (laughs) like name her vagina i was trying yeah i was trying to figure out if nell had (laughs) Nell had a similar connotation, but I don't. I don't think it does. Like, is is Woody something they use in America? Is that an America? Is that more of an Australian thing to call it Woody? I what, feel, like a boner? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that is American. Yeah, I I I have to feel that it, it was intentional. <laughs> yeah, it's a porn star name for sure. So, you check out any good porno sites lately? Cannot believe I'm stuck with you. Let's hope I don't breathe any retard germs. Speaking speaking of porn, <laughs> I went to uh, www.massivewangers.com, <laughs> which is the website <laughs> that she, that uh, Woody types into um, into Nell's the computer. computer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, they're, they're they're not a functioning website. Uh, but the second one to pop up, which was Chick Sticks, yeah, <laughs> does exist. Okay. But they've pivoted to doing surfboards for women. So there you go. <laughs> That's a bit disappointing because on the on the movie it was like a guy with a giant like baseball, baseball bat. bat coming out of his crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Though I don't know how that equates to chick sticks, but anyway. <laughs> but don't you feel like all all of him trying to to like ruin her life was it was all stuff like that? It was like I'm gonna dress you slutty. I'm gonna make people think that you're looking at dicks on the computer at school. And yeah, there's a very like slut shamey vibe yes. to this film even her she was constantly calling the other well, girl i thought slut. she was the worst yeah, yeah I, like I brianna agree. like paid her out about having like a mustache and mm. then uh you know it whispers like something in her ear and she's, she's like oh you slut for yeah whatever she did <laughs> yeah it, it i know you say she's strong but yeah she she's strong by bringing down every woman around her i blame her mother yeah, I mean, I agree with all of that. I agree with all of that. Yeah. Her mother was horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she got the better deal going over to his house and, like, 
getting his sweet parents that were kind of stupid but supportive. Like the dad seemed okay, but he just has this like villainous eyes like he's yeah he's like an evil character in another film somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah the mum's like constant yale puns i'm so excited i could first i could yale it from the rooftops <laughs> how do you find the motivation as an actor to deliver a line like that uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> and those scenes like uh at the at the Yale office, the the professor doing the rap. Oh and, my god, and the dancing rap. and uh, <laughs> Oh my god, the rap. Yeah, uh, I, I've got it down here where he's like, I don't think this was Snoop Dogg, it was the one eyed peas. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm down with it anyway, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. It was painful to watch. <laughs> um what about the montage of them teaching each other? how to, you know, play football or to be smart. Yeah. <laughs> Which always requires Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. And also just like <laughs> he learned to play, she learned to play college grade football in an afternoon. <laughs> and yeah, he just studied Shakespeare for a while and got into Yale. And I like how like those montages just went forever but never actually were convincing in any way that yeah. they that learned some sort of anything. Yeah. They didn't look like they were learning anything at all at any point. I was also expecting the her smartness to, to pay off. Like, you know, I might not be able to play football, but I can do some, you know, six strategies that nobody's ever thought of or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But no, it, she just learns how to play. Uh, the, those, like, plots were so half-baked. And the fact that, you know, you got to the climactic football match at the end and w- she was pretty much, well, she in his body was pretty much awful the entire game up until right at the end and he still manages deal. to get the scholarship. <laughs> like. I know. Yeah. I thought maybe they were going to pull a switcheroo and not like sh- she was not going to get into Yale and he was not going to get his um, college football dream to come true. I thought they were going to change it up, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this isn't the film to upend like cliches. The genre, yeah. <laughs> I see you've finally seen the errors of your geekish ways. Oh, I have. This girl just wants to have fun. Okay. Okay, so let's get into our PJs. Woo-hoo! I guess talking about cliches, so what did this film tick off the list of what we expect from a body swap movie? Um I mean, straight off the bat, as soon as they swap bodies, they do the the classic, oh, my God, I've got tits. Oh, oh my, my God, God, I've got a dick. Or where's my <laughs> penis gone? <laughs> How do I get rid of this boater? Yeah. <laughs> Horrendous. Like, so she's that intelligent and she's, I'm guessing a high school senior, which would be 17, 18 years old. And, she and she's mortified by the idea of jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And has no concept of what a morning erection is or mm. how you would get rid of an erection. <laughs> like and hitting it with disgusted. a spatula. She was completely <laughs> repulsed. And she said, that's disgusting. Actually, it's just dawning on me. Maybe she was a lesbian all along. <laughs> like, hear me out here. Because... All right, so she gets these boners. She's disgusted by them. She wants to hit them away. She doesn't want to jerk off because she doesn't want to touch his penis. She doesn't even want to touch his penis oh my God, when I'm she pees. And then there's a scene later on where they're, you know, teaching each other 
football. Gets an erection over herself. Gets an erection <laughs> over herself. <laughs> over her female body. Yeah. Maybe we're missing the whole point of this film in that it's about her discovering her sexuality. There's layers. <laughs> That's a great theory. I don't know. I think we need to uh, inform someone of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably more write, thought than anyone that, put into write this that film. script. Yeah. Yeah. So. Most of these films have a mystical reason why it happens in the first place. Well, um, science or magic or yeah, is there a third option? Or I think the third option is films that are like they swap bodies at the end. Like there's no <laughs> explanation for it. Yeah. Um, so this film, it was a Aztec god called Texcatlipoca who was the god of sorcery a shapeshifter, the lord of the night, and the lord of smoke and mirrors. Yes. Did you find that as a uh, convincing supernatural catalyst for these things? Transference. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it, it was good as any other. Well, It did the job. Yeah, I, do, <laughs> I just to swap. I just don't understand why he – was he a trickster god or I, – I don't know. They just said the – God of Smoke and Mirrors, and because they had an argument in front of him, he was... Yeah, because yeah. he wanted to teach them a lesson. But, yeah, I feel like that doesn't really tie into sorcery, shapeshifting, Lord of the Night, Smoke and Mirrors. Like, if he was, like, the God of getting along and being <laughs> nice to each other, maybe, like... <laughs> well, it, well, what I found funny is it took him, like, 40 minutes into the movie, which was, like, a fair few days before they actually tried to to figure out what was going on. They yeah. were just so caught up in it and then actually attacking each other that it took that long before someone was like, hey, uh, what about that that, Greek, yeah. that, that uh, Mexican statue we went and saw? Yeah, well, I feel like these characters aren't really the smartest <laughs> and don't do logical <laughs> things ever. Yeah. <laughs> Dreams. And yeah. then when they're like, oh, maybe, maybe he speaks like Mexican, they're like, well, Oh, let's just forget about it. <laughs> let's not even try. Yeah. Well, it's just like when they wake up the first morning, they're like, all right, let's go, you know, meet up with each other. Then the parents are like, no, you have to have breakfast. And that stops them. And then they go their separate ways. It's like, I feel like if that was me and my buddy had just been swapped with my neighbor, I would not let oatmeal stop me. Yeah, from you'd be out the door trying to figure out what the fuck. You'd yeah. be at the museum, <laughs> to- like talking to the Aztec statue, trying to figure it out. Yeah. 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 Skip it. Skip a day of school. That's yeah, <laughs> reasonable. Yeah. They they really are determined to just go life as normal as quickly as possible. And I have to say, even for like to begin with, he seems to know how to like dress her and do her hair pretty well. Yeah, straight off the bat. <laughs> Although um, he had some trouble. Uh, he had some trouble putting on her bra. <laughs> yes. yes, which is just like, come on. All right, so this is where, like, having a female host would definitely come in handy on this show. So if you guys swap into a female body, <laughs> yeah. you put it on backwards and then turn it around. Okay. That's how oh. you put on a bra. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. To, I, yeah. I never even thought to do that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. it will probably never come up, but, yeah. yeah. Well, if I do wear a bra, I know how to now, so mm. educational. Mm. <laughs> well, here's a question for you, Lucy. Oh. Slumber parties. What happens at slumber parties? <laughs> I definitely took down some notes about this, and I have never once in my life 
I don't know, braided a girl's hair in my underwear or had a pillow fight <laughs> or let another girl wax my nether regions or my moustache, which why does a 17-year-old girl have a moustache? Anyway. I actually quite kind of like that callback to the fact that she insulted her about having a moustache and then in the next scene she's getting rid of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the sleepover, it, it's... Unless I've just never been invited to one like that because I'm not that kind of girl. That's that's not what. Yeah, I feel like bikini do. waxing is a fairly intimate act. Yeah, and like. you only want a stranger to do it. You don't want to <laughs> involve a friend. Yeah, yeah, and multiple friends all leering at your vagina as they yeah. pull their hairs off. Like. Once I definitely did go and get a bikini wax, and it was a girl I went to high school with, and I never went back to that place. Uh, yeah, she wasn't my friend. We were totally <laughs> not, but we recognized each other, and it was not. Did you make any, like, comments? Like, ah. Oh. <laughs> about what like, oh, she so just that's was like, your vagina so, so do you see so and so from high school still it was like that okay. yeah no nothing you know who you look just like <laughs> oh boy <laughs> ah man this is one tender Brazilian um so yeah the sleepover scene was insulting and do you actually do girls really refer to it as going f- uh, what was it? Full Latino? Yeah, yeah, full Latino. In reference to what? I'm not remembering. Uh, bikini waxing. So Latino was everything off. Because I'm, I'm sure, I think it's a joke because it's called the Brazilian normally. Yes. So they call it full, they're calling it full Latino in the film. I've never said that. Okay. Yeah, I'd never ref- I heard to it referred to as that, but <laughs> I don't know if it's offensive or not. But <laughs> quite possibly to yeah. to some other people. So yeah, yeah. Have you ever called it surrender the flower of my womanhood? <laughs> About losing my virginity? No. Oh, uh, okay. It's a, it's a great. It's a great line, though. I love all these euphemisms and whatnot about losing one's virginity. Well, it's really funny that the film does that where they'll use euphemisms, they'll won't say things outright. It's almost like they were aiming it for it to be a kid's film, but then occasionally they'll say fuck and Do you know they'll what, be boners. Did they say fuck? And, what was it rated? Um, it was rated R in America, which is like the Whoa. equivalent, but that's not our R. Mm. Like a lot of films uh, that are rated M here, are rated R there. Right. As soon as you say fuck, and if you say fuck and is referring to having sex, right. then that automatically gets you an R in oh. America. You can only say, you can only say, uh, uh, you can only say fuck. Like fuck in, you. Yeah, like fuck you. But uh, but me? if you say I'm What's going to rated? fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if you say I'm going to fuck you, then that's an R. But right. fuck you is an R. That's great um, background knowledge. I love that, Paul. Well yeah. Done. So, um, but yeah, like. She was childish in a lot of ways, especially about sex. Yeah. But it, 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 as as the film as a whole, it seems like it was going for like a PG rating, but then it wasn't yes. at the same time. It was kind of didn't know what it was doing. Like it had that scene in the showers 
where the girls were all in the shower, but it seems like they CGI'd like fog in afterwards so that you wouldn't see as much of the boobs. What? That, that was like the one point I, I laughed the most was it was like, <laughs> gotta do it and whips the teacher with the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though I don't know how many teachers shower with their students. students. What is going on in American schools that they're always in, in lots of films there are always these scenes of like, I don't know, men and women showering together. It's like that just doesn't that doesn't happen. Yeah, I never we had like group showers at my school, but no one ever used them. I don't know about your school, Brendan. No. Yeah. We didn't I, even have showers, but maybe that's because I went to a Public air school. Oh, really? Yeah. Public school. We had showers, but still everyone just used Axe body spray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's a cultural thing maybe we missed out on. Well, yeah. Horse seemed very uh, comfortable in the uh, <laughs> in the environment. Horse? Horse. Horse? His best mate. Is that his name, Horse? That's his name. Okay. Horse. I found that too. Uh, um, it- is that the guy who you see his butt quite a bit? Yes, yeah. And, yeah, there's that scene where she's in the locker room in his body and then he comes in front of him and starts talking, but everything he's saying is like... Do you want to borrow my helmet or something? Yeah, yeah rub my helmet. Yes, rub yes, my helmet, yeah. 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 While his dong's, like, as close as this microphone is to my face. Because that's, <laughs> yes. that's how guys are with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, oh, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess I should be asking you guys these kinds of questions. Yeah. <laughs> Do you rub each other's helmets? Yeah. You want to try touching my helmet? What? My lucky helmet. I mean, it works for me. Maybe it'll do you the same. Go ahead, give it a rub. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wait, wait, I had one more question. I didn't know if this was a gay question or a, or a lady question. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Fingers on your buzzers. Yeah. Right, so, so Brianna, she... she this is the, her, the uh, Woody's girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. So her outfit at the end at the... At the homecoming, mm-hmm. she she was going for. Think Beyonce's wow factor, Gwen Stefani's off kilter individuality, with just a sprinkling of designer slut Aguilera. The whole thing's very Madonna before she got old. I was just wondering, <laughs> does does she nail that descriptor at the end? Of? How dated are those references? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say I'm surprised that the three people they chose are somewhat relevant. In well, like Beyonce is definitely relevant. True, still. Yes. yes. Gwen Stefani, I mean, she's you know still around. Two thousand and six, married to People's Sexiest Man of the Year, who was awful. And I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know his. Do you know his name? Blake, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, the country singer that she's dating. Yeah, he's like old and ugly, and, and they a made red, him like, like a redneck. Yeah, racist, and they <laughs> yeah. made him Sexiest Man of the Year. And who's the third? Christina. I guess she hosts The Voice. That's something. Yeah, but remember 2006 Christina Aguilera? Was that like X-Tina? Yeah. Leather chaps. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that piercing on her face, the yeah. diamond mole. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that dress was just a black dress. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, what do you think, Paul? Did she nail it? No. <laughs> no. No. No, she didn't. And just like never compare thyself to Beyonce or even <laughs> aim for the bar to be anywhere near Beyonce's incredible beauty. And uh, I guess the other like uh, pop culture reference in this film was her uh, speech about why J Lo is the greatest living American. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. <laughs> Where she refers to Ben Affleck as that guy from Pearl Harbor. So I guess that really does date the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and and I guess J Lo is another one. Like they, they definitely could have chosen people from two thousand six that we don't hear about or this don't know at all. But I don't want to dress like like Christina Aguilera or um Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Though at the at the beginning actually the other pop culture reference now thinking about it is when he's like dancing to that rap song in his bedroom. And at the very beginning. Yeah. Wasn't it, it a D, it was a D twelve song? No, Mr. it was Mr. Cow. Oh. Because she's like, what is this ass? trash? And she, he's like, it's not trash, it's Mr. Cow. Oh, my oh. God. And also, like, <laughs> Did anyone else pick up that he said it? What do you mean? Well, the song has a certain word in it that I can't say, ah. but he says it. He actually sings along with it. Yeah, yeah. He sings. Well, he's singing along with it, but he definitely does say Whoa. the word. Interesting. <laughs> ah. Which... I I I've been plagued by this question all my life. Whenever I go to karaoke, if I'm doing a karaoke song and it's in the song, am I allowed to sing it? No, no. got it. Trying to study, but it is impossible with that racket going on. Not a racket. That's mystical. Thinking about that scene, so there's that scene and one other one where he's, oh, actually a couple of other ones where he's not wearing his shirt. <laughs> Kevin Zegers, hot or not? I'm gonna go not. But mainly just because of his boot cut jeans, mm. and yeah, I, is he that just a didn't. Mm or is that a? He mm? just didn't do it for me. What did you think, Paul? Like I, I agree that it was a it was a sad mm, uh, in, with the boot cut <laughs> jeans, but um, I don't know. I, I think he's kind of cute. He's kind of cute in the film. No, what, he's, what? A, he's all yours. <laughs> he's all yours. <laughs> like. Apart from, like, I mean, all the characters are awful. Like, there's mm-hmm. no character in here, in this entire film, that's relatable or likable or that you want to root for in any way. Like, yeah, and that has, like, character. enough of a, you know, character development to sort of believe that they could be a real person. Though. Yeah. I, I, liked, I liked Woody's dad. I thought he was a nice guy. <laughs> he seemed all right. Yeah, in his spatula. Okay, spatula world. <laughs> Could there be a shop? A mechanic. (laughs) A mechanic. I don't know. No, spatula isn't mechanic. No, I'm just saying, like, why spatula world? Why not? So, was it a shop that sold spatulas or, like, manufacturers, surely? Yeah, there there could be no shop that was just spatulas. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I had that thought as well, but I don't know. I could imagine the guy that wrote this film sitting down and going, yeah, a shop that sells spatulas. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just like why not just a, a tire shop or something like something like. Oh medial? right, like they should have just made the character a mechanic. 
Well, yeah, like uh, like they were trying to convey some sort of menial task that yes. he doesn't want to do for the rest of his Completely. life. Completely. Yeah. Mm. No offense to mechanics. <laughs> like my dress? Yeah. Yeah, you look nice, Brianna. It's so tight, it shows everything. I had to leave my panties off. Let's hope you don't get diarrhea then. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a film, did you enjoy watching this film? Can I ask you guys another question? Yeah. A sub-question? Yeah, yeah. It, did you watch it when it came out? No. No. Neither did I. So I, I watched it for this. Yeah. I had never heard of it before. I remember when it came out, um, I worked at the video store still, mm-hmm. and I brought it home and I watched the first couple of minutes and then I turned it off. Because it's trash. I think, like, this kind of film is up my alley. Even if it's trash, I'll still watch it. I, I love think trash. I was just really tired and I just couldn't be bothered. I think you would have had more fun if you watched it with us because I, I recall having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a, a film, a, the perfect film to watch with friends and just rip apart yes. as you're watching. Let her rip. Yeah, completely. As, as a piece of filmmaking, I think it's pretty woeful. Like, yes, I agree. It's an ugly looking movie. Like it's really yep. okay. looks cheap and it did. washed out. Yeah. I don't know if that was like Netflix's copy of it, but it just looked awful. Yeah. Um one thing I forgot to mention at the beginning, the director decided to like put these stick figures in the opening credits that were just really ugly yeah, and weird. The animation of those Yeah. yeah. And it actually starts with I don't get it. I don't get what it's trying to portray. So you got the two stick figures and one of them's lying on the ground and shits out a baby, I think. It makes a fart noise and a little stick figure comes oh, out. We're gonna go back to that. Yeah. Picks up the baby <laughs> and throws it at the other stick figure. Didn't drop a, a baby like a dolly? Like no? Uh, maybe, but it's it's like it comes out of it. It comes out. It's like it is like <laughs> baby comes out, throws it at I the mean, other. Is that thing. just the stick figure giving birth, or that's what I think? But like, well, I thought it was just trying to convey that they had known each other for a long time, growing up next to each other. Oh God, I can't remember. Yeah, well, that's it. Because then the next one is like one of them's playing with blocks and then throws it at the other stick figure, and then I think the third one is one of them. Throwing Skipping a football. Rope, and the other one throws a football three, at the other Three one. out of four is beating someone with something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just like, is that the progression? Throw a baby that you just shout out a block and a football? <laughs> like, I get it. And I guess that, you know, shows the effectiveness of using stick figures in your opening credits. Like, is that... Do you remember animated... Beginnings used to be a real thing, though. Yeah, actually, it's a bit of a callback to like the Catch Honey, me if I Shrunk can. the Kids. Honey, oh. I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, yeah, but just nowhere near as good. I guess you, no. know, you didn't have Disney Animation doing this one. You bad flash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just yeah, the, the camera works all over the place. The pacing is. Awful. Yep. The film just like grinds to a halt. Yep. Um, like three quarters through. I could have watched a whole movie of them just trying to destroy each other's lives. That that would have been really enjoyable for me. I was. It, it was when that stopped happening that I was like, oh, this is a real. Bummer. I know. Yeah. 
I wanted to see him go through of having sex with the gross dude <laughs> and then like start a family with him and stuff and just like, oh, when I get my body back, you're really going to get it. <laughs> well, is that a thing, um, you know, equally talking about uh, how they came to swap, how they swapped back? Yeah. I, Was that part of, you know. Our check The checklist yes. of body swap cliches. Um, I made this noise out loud when they changed back. I went, diddly-doo, 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 <laughs> like, you know, magical. It was just such a anti-climax switchback, though. It was yeah. like su- in such a downer. Like that whole point of the movie is just so depressing. It has this really like somber feel to yeah. it. Like you want that moment to be triumphant, and there's no joy in the I fact agree. that they So that was a fail uh, on that yeah. part. I he think. nailed the the interview with Yale. She, you know, won the game for them, but it was still a bummer. Yeah, and then like immediately, Brianna comes and like cuddles up with him and kisses him, and then she's like, "Oh well, I guess that means I'm out of the picture." Okay, like, bye. Yeah, you were literally living his life, so you know exactly what that body was doing for the last three weeks or whatever, however mm. long this movie takes. Mm. There's no way that she could have misunderstood that they're in some sort of relationship now. She broke them up herself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also he just is like, oh, like oh, she's kissing me. Like she he doesn't Well, I guess I, I guess I better go with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they wanted to add another what, ten minutes to the film or something? It's actually 18 minutes. Is that 18 minutes from there? There's 18 minutes left of the movie after they swap, which is a crime (laughs) in this genre. Oh, my God. There's a reason why that portion of the film feels like And what happens? What happens? They just mull around for a bit and then go to homecoming. Yeah, I think there was a lot of moping. Nothing's achieved. The only thing that's achieved is her stupid friend or his, I don't know, whose friend she was, Chanel, discovers that horse is cheating on her. That's probably the only thing that oh, yeah. actually gets achieved. Not that anyone cares about that plot no. at all. No. no. Not invested in that one. I thought she was in a never been kissed scenario where she was actually an undercover like adult. <laughs> 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 never been kissed is a great film. Yeah. Yeah, no, why are we no, talking about no, that? Bo- no body swapping <laughs> in that one, but hey, what about the very end? It, how lukewarm was that? Uh, well, I'm not going to go to Yale and I'm not going to play football. Yeah, We're going to go on a she go road to Yale? trip. I, I yeah. feel like he's ruined her life. Like she was set yeah. to go to Yale. Uh, yeah, because... Yeah, that was the whole thing. It's like our lives are going to have to be separate because we ain't going to be in separate places and now they love each other. So let's put our dreams on hold and go for a drive? Yeah. Is that what that is? Everything that she was insulting him and Brianna for at the beginning where she was saying like mapping out the future of their lives where he was going to amount to nothing and she wants she, to be on that ride. Yeah. <laughs> she was just setting herself right up yeah. on there. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> so what you're saying is it's a boy girl thing is a deeply relatable film with <laughs> Maybe in that part. Maybe in that in the putting my life on hold for a guy part. Um, but that's about it. Mm, do you, do you feel like this film has life lessons that we can, uh, you know, impart into our own lives? No. Shakespeare was a homo? But we don't know that exactly. <laughs> he writes a poem to a guy telling him how hot he is and you don't know exactly? 
Jeez, what do you have to do before you know exactly? Write an ode to a schlong. What was the most offensive part of this film? I would say um, probably at the end where the gay guy pops the the balloons. (laughs) I felt deeply Mm. uncomfortable Mm. in that sequence. And again, Elton John, like, what are you doing to us? (laughs) These are your people. (laughs) But, yeah, a lot of, like, calling people spastic and retard and the whole thing about uh, Shakespeare being gay. Mm. When he was going to sleep with the sleaze bag, and he says, uh, "This is so gay. Gonna yeah. ma- he's gonna make me his bitch. I'm gonna be a little bitch boy." <laughs> Did you have to write that down? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's we've come a long way. Was there uh, any offensive moments for you? Um, from a female <laughs> standpoint. Where, where do you start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I guess nothing that I can properly point out. Uh, I was just going to say that I didn't know to be embarrassed or to think that it was clever, um, the use of that song at the end. I think we're alone now. <laughs> Is that some sort of, you know, because... They were in each other's bodies or... It's so, like, tenuous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? Were you offended greatly by... No, I come off pretty great. Yeah. Once again. <laughs> the film was written by a straight white man. Yes. And How it's... funny that the gay guy and Still the girl... Still top of the chain. <laughs> <laughs> actually, though, I have to say, I would be interested to see if it actually was written by a straight white man. I'm just assuming that, but... I'm going to talk about this later. Spoilers for the recommendation section. I don't know if you guys. Anyway, my um, my recommendation for later is a film Kinky Boots, which this guy also um, wrote. Directed. Oh. The writer was the same in both films. Right. It's like surely he's got to be on the queer spectrum somehow to make a film. <laughs> yeah, because Kinky film, Boots is a musical about. It's not. A, it's been made into a musical, but okay. it was originally about um, – yeah, but it's about a drag queen. And, and a shoe factory? Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely seen it, but I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then I guess this film about, like, gender roles and it does have gay characters and I feel like, you know, he might be friends with Elton John and that's how it got Interesting. made. Interesting. Okay. But, I'm yeah, loving it. again, zero research, so he might not be gay, but yeah. that's what I'm guessing. Okay. So, yeah. it was Kinky Boots after It's a Boy Girl Thing? Yes. Yeah. So maybe. Uh, actually, the year before, I think. Right. I was going to say maybe this film needed to happen so that Kinky Boots could happen, but <laughs> it just ruined my whole theory. So. Yeah. Like it launched pad his career. <laughs> well, just like it, it broadened his perspective. Did he do anything after into, this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a, a good question. Yo, hop in, man. We got places to go. People to see. Women to impregnate. I'm going to steal this outright from um, another podcast I know Brendan and I both love. How you don't have to made. tell them. <laughs> I think we need to tell them. I, I don't want to. Everyone's like, oh, that's what they do. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, here's some Amazon movie reviews. Um, this one's a five-star review. The title's Funny and Touching. Uh, yeah, this is a five-star review, and the uh, subtitle is Funny and Touching by um, Michael Harper. 
Kevin Zegers is adorable, and the connection between him and his female counterpart increase over time. It shows the real issues between guys and girls, and how, if they only switch places, they would better understand what the other half goes through. Great, inspiring film. That's a definite plant that someone from the film (laughs) wrote that. There's no way a human being, civilian, wrote that. What... um, would you agree with that review, Brendan? No. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's uh, from Valena Johnson. It's a four-star review, and I think it's quite succinct. Succinct. Um, she says, It's funny and about trade, soul, and love. <laughs> <laughs> um, about trade, soul? Yeah, it's funny and about trade, soul, and love. What does There's no punctuation in the sentence. It's not funny though. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I have to say I did laugh a couple of times in this film. The, the whipping as a genuine lol, or a, this is so painful and bad. The genuine. I'm just going to come out and say I resent you guys for making me watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one genuine lol. I reckon. What was the lol? What was that? When say it's you in the stage when they're trying to ruin each other's lives, and she's he's in her body in the cafeteria, and like pouring the mayonnaise the all money over shot. and like shoving <laughs> the fries in her mouth. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, even on the second viewing, which you know, some films they. Get better on second view or get richer. This is definitely not one of those films. No. It was kind of painful second viewing, but I have to say that made me laugh both both viewings. So, how many times have you seen it all up? Twice. Twice. Yeah, that's a- that's enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't think a third many minutes of happen. your life. Yeah. Oh, I just I just remembered a point where I was offended as a man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Places to go, women to impregnate. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I noticed that line too. <laughs> horse, did you hear that? I can't remember. Yeah, horse, so he- horse is like, come on, come on, like get in the car. Yeah, we, yeah, we've got things to do. Women to impregnate. Like, oh that's, my god, that's that's my aim as a male. Like, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to do. You should be offended. It's good we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. See, this is this is kind of confirming my thought that it wasn't written by a straight guy because he has no clue. Yeah, it's kind of like a gay guy going. Mm, what do straight guys say? <laughs> Impregnating bitches. Yeah. Okay. That's what guys like I, to do. I like this theory. It's a, it's a good theory. All right. So the writer's gay and the main character is also a lesbian. So we've worked, worked this out. Players. Peace festival. Yeah. So this review is from Letterboxd. Um, it's a two and a half star review um, no, talking. from Rebecca. And she writes... This has that amazing comedic scene where the girl in the boy's body gets a boner over the boy in the girl's body then accidentally pokes the girl's body, which is actually her own body, with the boner, which is the boy, in the girl's body's (laughs) dick. It's stupidly (laughs) complex and brilliant. Yes. Layers upon layers. Yeah. (laughs) This this very scenario is why we want to do this podcast, I think. Yes. Because really, what other genre has, you know, this... Your own penis going into your bum. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that should have been the name of the podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> Are the episodes going to have titles? Because that <laughs> has to title. be the title. Can we just keep playing football, please? Sure. As long as you keep my dick out of your butt. Uh, interesting other tidbit is the uh, guy that directed this film is actually directing a whole bunch of episodes of a new Netflix series. That's a sci-fi series. Did you see this? Crossover. Yeah. 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 Worlds colliding. Yeah. And yeah, also involves body swapping. It's a body swap TV series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like with good production values and doesn't look like garbage. So, so maybe he just had to cut his teeth on a shitty body swap thing. Yeah. Well, he he's actually has like a decent resume on like if you look at the TV shows that he's been directing. He's like that British show Sherlock and a whole mm-hmm. bunch of like reputable shows. I guess this was the blip in his radar. What's the show called? Uh, Altered State? Altered Carbon. Do you reckon he used this to to get the job? (laughs) (laughs) And that would have been like, greenlit. (laughs) I would have said the the, uh, erection over themselves scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So good. I just really (laughs) hope that this Netflix series has extended sequences of the guy hitting his own penis with a spatula. Spatula. (laughs) I didn't even realise he had a spatula because there were spatulas everywhere in this house because of spatula world. Spatula world. Yeah. You did put some thought into that. Yeah, I know. Like it came back. It's one of those things you don't realize as you're watching, and you think there's all these like layers. Glad I watched it film. twice. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Not a complete waste <laughs> of my time. Um, Sorry, I didn't pick up on the spatula callback <laughs> there. With my well, one when you viewing. watch it again, right? <laughs> with my one Never. I think this might be like all we have to say about this. Is there anything we've missed about this classic film? Well, uh, my takeaway, you did your um, your tenuous connection, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realised I never finished watching The O.C. and I really want to do that Yeah. now. So that's my takeaway. Well, since I like blew my wad with my recommendation earlier with the um, <laughs> Kinky Boots recommendation, mm-hmm. I'll tenuously link my recommendation to your recommendation. Okay. And the show, TV show Chuck, which the creator of The O.C. made after The O.C., which was fantastic, like, comedy spy show um, that a lot of people missed out on. So I would definitely yeah, catch I didn't up know that on one. that. Yeah, it was really good. I'm going to link mine as tenuously as possible <laughs> <laughs> to the uh, to the principal who was the who is uh, in Difficult People. Yeah. And I'm going to link it to Horse. It was not her. <laughs> her. I'm not even going to bother looking at it. I looked it up. <laughs> who, what? <laughs> Catch me up. Huh? So, you know, the last scene of the film um, when Brianna is being crowned the Homecoming Queen. Homecoming Queen. And the principal, yes. like, takes the uh, microphone away. She's like, that's enough, Brianna. Yes. Brendan's assured that that actress is the woman that plays the mum in Difficult People. And she doesn't want to be. But affiliated like, with her. <laughs> oh my god, I am gonna have to go back and watch it. It's not her. It's so it's not her. her. <laughs> it's her. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna get on board anyone recommending difficult people because that's one of my favorite I'm shows. That. Yeah. Right. yeah. And also Horse is in Dirk Gently, and I really dig his character in that much more than I do in this one. So what's that? Oh, uh, it's a uh what's it's a Netflix series. Based on um, the oh, guy that wrote Hitchhiker's yeah, Guide to the I can't remember his Douglas name, Adams. but yeah, it's a that sort of feel, uh, a very 
loopy mm-hmm. British, but done by Americans. Right, right, right. Elijah Wood's the main character. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, good times. All right, so uh, that concludes our first episode of Swapcast. Mm. Uh, so make sure you subscribe and like us on iTunes um, and recommend us to all your friends. And, uh, uh, yeah, go to our, our social media and like us when we have it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have it by, this, by the time this comes out, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It will be in the um, – the links in the description. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And don't forget, the pilot is always a really sweaty disaster, so this was just our first try. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, give us any recommendations of what you think we should do better or if there's move- specific movies or if there's anything uh, about It's a Boy Girl thing you think we missed. Mm. What film are we going to do next? So, I've got a treat for you guys. <laughs> next week, we will be watching the classic. It's, it's such a classic, it has... Two different names, one for Australia and one for America. Um, oh. In Australia, it's referred to as Mr. Fuzzy Pants. In oh, America, boy. it was called Nine Lives, uh, starring Another hoid of it. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fave. Oh my God. Kevin Spacey. I can't wait for all my female perspectives next yes, week. Because you'll get to find out. What happens when Kevin Spacey in the body of a cat oh. will do to Jennifer Garner while she sleeps? Garner, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Jennifer Garner, sweet baby mama. No. Okay. Sounds great. Sounds horrible. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for listening and we'll Thank see you, you next time. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, Swapcast is hosted by me, Paul Mitzi, and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative and it featuring Lucy Thomas, and it was recorded at Browntown Studios. Thanks for listening and see you next week. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details